Welcome to our series of podcasts on the power of practice nursing, the future of general practice nursing in London. My name is Imogen Staverley. I am a GP and workforce lead for the Transforming Primary Care Team in London. Today, Jill is interviewing Debbie, an advanced nurse practitioner in South East London. This podcast covers the GPN response during COVID and beyond. Debbie highlights that practice nurses are the backbone of general practice, caring for people in their communities from birth to death. My name is Jill Rogers and I'm supporting the General Practice Nursing 10-point plan delivery board in London. And this evening I'm interviewing my colleague Debbie Brown. And Debbie, if you'd like to introduce yourself. Thank you, Jill. My name is Debbie Brown. I'm an advanced nurse practitioner working in general practice in South East London. So Debbie, thank you so much for agreeing to be interviewed. We're going to um, have a range of questions, really talking about the time of working during COVID. So how have you been working to deliver care to patients during COVID? Actually, Jill, it it's, um, hasn't been a huge problem for me personally, because I'm, I'm very used to using the, having telephone consultations for patients and also using having email consultations as well. What has been new for me is the use of the, the video for consultations. However, I'm really surprised how easily and quickly I've adapted to it, but so have the patients have adapted as well. Um, these are both patients, young and old, across, across the whole lifespan, actually. Um, it's been a valuable, invaluable way of being able to assess a patient and also, we also use the text method as well, which has been a new system for me, um, where patients can therefore send their photographs. So therefore, I can again have another more detailed um, look at whether that be a rash, whether that be patient concerned around in a, um, a lesion or a wound. That's been invaluable to do that. We've also been, I've been also using, um, doing a lot of triage calls um, which frees the GPs up, um, actually, to have more time to then work on some of the forward thinking, give, give them that headspace, actually, to work about how we are going to move forward and also be there for those um, real complex patients that we want to be talking to afterwards. So the triage has been a fantastic way of being able to ensure that the person that's on the call, the patient on the call, gets to the right person um, to get the right advice and the right support for them. It's, it has been um, a very interesting time, but I think what we have noticed is also given us a time as a practice to actually work together using digital technology in a way that we probably wouldn't have done before. We've also found that we're still um, obviously seeing our, our parents with our children for our childhood immunisations, that's continuing, and our patients that require to have um, any wound care management that, that are unable to use the video. Um, what we have been doing is using our video to teach patients how to manage, or their families or friends that are living in the house, um, how to support and manage their own wound care, um, which has been really helpful. And also being able to support our, our patients at home that are having, um, whether that be B12 injections and, and giving self-administration, and also about the um, long-term condition patients, especially long-term conditions, sorry, um, and how we can support those patients at home. Because although COVID has taken over um, the majority of our work, we still can't forget that patients with long-term conditions will still need to be seen and still need to be supported during this time. And the video and the telephone have been imperative for doing that. 
Thank, thank you, Debbie. That, that's really wonderful to hear. Um, can you tell me what's worked well for fellow general practice nurses um, during this time? Yeah, it's been great. It's absolutely great to see our, um, our general practice nurses working together, working in, in innovative ways to ensure that all of our population are getting the right care at the right time by the right person. Um, and that includes, like I said earlier, the childhood immunisations. It's making sure that the parents are contacted before they come into the practice. One, to make sure that that, that time they're free from COVID symptoms, but also more importantly as well, to make sure that when they're coming into the practice, that they're reassured that they will be the only person in the practice of their child. And to make sure that they will be seen straight away and won't be left in the waiting room. So that has, that has really helped. And so far, we've not had any parents that have refused to come in and bring their child in for childhood immunisations. They've also been working really well as teams, working with their district nursing colleagues much more than, than did before. Um, and this is around how they can support some of our housebound patients and our patients that need wound care management that cannot, like I say, um, go, have the training through the video or the support through a video system but to actually get the patient to come in and to also help with the district nurses workload. If they've been working really close together to be able to organize who is the best person to do the home visit, does it have to be the district nurse or could it be the practice nurse? Lovely, Debbie, thank you so much. What top tips would you give to practices to support their general practice nurses at this time? I think the one that sticks, one that comes to the top of, top of my mind really is Talk to your practice nurses to understand what skills have they got. There's a variety and a plethora of skills that all practice nurses have got. And it may be the nurse that's working within your practice may have a special interest in respiratory or diabetes or both. Your nurse, your practice nurse may have a particular skill in sexual health. Find out, you know, utilise those skills for those practice nurses. Try to support them to develop, to use those, to utilise those skills. Um, in this new way of working, not just now, but the new way of working, you know, post-COVID and not and beyond. So it really is listen to your practice nurses, please, um, to find out how they can support you and support your practice and to support your population. Um, to, uh, to ensure the practice nurses have time um, to, to continue to do the work they need to do to make sure they're involved in, in all, course, all um, conversations and meetings within the surgery. So if there's going to be a practice meeting, to try to involve the, the general practice nurse through those meetings um, and give practice nurses a voice, give the general practice nurses a voice within your teams. Lovely, thank you so much. Um, also thinking about the future, what advice would you give to practices looking to recruit a practice nurse? I would say absolutely go for it. Practice nurses are the backbone of general practice. We're part of the wider team, but also we are we are part of the, the, the absolute fabric of general practice. So as we all know that practice nurses, general practice nurses will be undertaking the majority of the long-term condition management. They will be taking on the majority of all the childhood immunization programs, of the screening for cytology, it's absolutely imperative to have general practice nurses within the GP team. There are lots of new roles coming into general practice at the moment, but your general practice nurse 
underpins all of the other roles, the general practice nurse skills range from birth to death, from long-term condition management to childhood immunizations, the screening programs. General practice nurses have got a absolutely unique role to play working in general practice. Thank you, Debbie. What would you recommend about general practice to nurses who might be contemplating a role there? I would say go and grab it with both hands. Working in general practice, you're an autonomous practitioner, but you're very much part of a much bigger, wider team. We sometimes like to call a second family. You, you really are respected. Your, your abilities in general practice, your, your possibilities, sorry, in general practice are endless. You can come into it as an equivalent band five, and within a few years, with the support, the training, you can continue to go through to become a senior um, specialist practitioner. You can go on to become a consultant nurse in primary care. The, the possibilities of general practice nursing is endless. But can I also say at that point, though, not every single person that wants to come into general practice wants to go through that career pathway. And some, some practice nurses want to stay working long-term condition management and screening. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's, it's the only job, it's the only nursing discipline that actually sees patients from their whole life cycle, from pregnancy, birth, right the way through to death. It's a role that is a complete, utter privilege to be in. You become part of people's lives. You become part of their every day. You're, you're part of that sharing. You're part of that process of going through the healthcare system. And you're making that process for patients an easier process to usually navigate. It's a role that you may be having eight to 10 patients with type two diabetes or with respiratory conditions. But every one of those patients is an individual. Every one of those consultations is gonna be unique. I've been doing this work now for over 40 years. In the last 25 as a practice nurse, I have nurse practitioner, never have I got two days the same. I still enjoy coming in every single morning. I want to thank Jill and Debbie for their contribution because it reminds us all to listen to GPNs during COVID and beyond. By listening and giving GPNs a voice, we will enable them to support their GP family as well as their patients. Furthermore, I hope she has also sparked an interest in anybody considering practice nursing as she has highlighted the opportunities offered by it. And finally, I want to thank HEE NHSE and I, Capital Nurse and HLP for their support in creating this podcast. We plan to bring you a series of podcasts highlighting the power of practice nursing over the next few months. Please do subscribe to our series. Do also share your own stories of practice nursing on social media with the hashtag LondonGPN. We look forward to hearing from you.